Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Tiffany He, and I am one-third of the Down for the Count podcast. And on behalf of Alexis and Nicole, we'd like to welcome you back to our show. So today's episode is, of course, going to give you some wrestling recap from this week. But we're also going to focus on some fun stuff and just give you guys our take on just random things that we wanted to talk about. So for this hour and a half, possibly, we're going to give you guys... Just a wrestling recap and some random conversation. I hope you guys enjoy. And we have a special guest this week. We have Don Rex featured on our episode. So I hope you guys sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Down for the Count. We were gone for a while, but we're back. We miss y'all. I know you didn't miss us, but here we are anyway. As always, I'm Alexis, and Tiffany Nicole is with me, and we got a special guest. We got our friend Don Rex here tonight. Say hi, Don. Hi, how y'all doing? Um, <laughs> so before before we start, uh, we just want to say that we know shit in the world has gone crazy right now. Um, everybody who's on this show right now has been affected one way or another uh, because of this virus that's going around. Um, but we're going to try to keep it lighthearted, easy breezy, beautiful cover girl, whatever. We're going to try to try to make y'all laugh and entertain y'all and just get y'all away from the chaos and the craziness going on in the world. And let's just have some fun because right now we, I think we need pro wrestling more than anything, uh, to just get us away from all the craziness and the news and, you know, um, you know, Louis, just also before we start, if y'all have a favorite indie wrestler, because indie shows have been getting canceled, please go wrestling, uh, prowrestlingtees.com, buy their, buy your favorite indie wrestlers merchandise there, help support them, help them keep, keep the lights on, because everybody's, everybody's being hit by this. Um, yeah, so also MLW just... has a shop too, so if you watch MLW, you can buy their merch from there. So you'd be supporting an indie wrestling brand if you buy from MLW. Yeah, especially um, also go on pro wrestling tees because I that's like one of the most profitable for indie stars. They get most they get most of the funds directly to them. I forgot the exact percentage, but pro wrestling tees is really good with that. But yes, like people like. Faye Jackson and AJ Gray and Joey Janela, which Joey has stated on his um, prof- on his Twitter that he knows a lot of indie wrestlers are complete are rely are basically full time indie wrestlers and who have lost quite a bit of income for the foreseeable future. And he said he's going to try to aid them as much as possible. And, um, yeah, so just support them. Not only that, support um, your service industry workers as well because they are also quite suddenly economically displaced. Um, I will probably post on our Instagram, but a bar that I went to quite often when I was living in Columbus, and I know I'm very good friends with a lot of those people, um, are starting a GoFundMe for all the people who were 
work under the same um, management umbrella as them, Hubbard Grill, and a couple other restaurants. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we just got to stick together, um, open up, you know, shady speakeasies, um, make an OnlyFans. <laughs> like, we just got to do what you got to do, man. Butthole wrestling shows. Right. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, please be patient with hospital workers and retail workers. They are doing their best with limited supplies, and they're working hard. And especially the hospital, like especially the hospital workers, they're basically, you know, they could be exposing themselves. And for retail workers, give them a break. They are trying to stock your toilet paper as fast as possible. And please stop stealing all the fucking toilet paper. Like, mm. what the fuck? <laughs> like, all, all we try to do is just wipe our ass for the next two weeks. Like, don't buy mm-hmm. seven packs of toilet paper. Buy what, what you need and go the fuck home. Damn, what, what you gonna what? do with seven packs? <laughs> you and your 19 cats sitting in the house. And you retailers, y'all motherfuckers is crazy, okay? I had Y'all to, don't get caught up and get, and get, um, Get the government end up involved with you reselling because that's starting to happen. Okay. Hey, yeah, Amazon's shutting the down. The state of Tennessee does not claim that one asshole. So if y'all find his address, feel free to. I know it's in Nashville, which even is worse because before before this before the virus became a big one a couple weeks ago, Nashville got hit by um really big like tornadoes that came Mm. out of nowhere we had we had no warning and hospitals houses people people lost everything um and the fact that well i'll just say this and we can move on to wrestling but the fact that this guy is he did that and he has his neighbors who have lost everything, who can't even get toilet paper to wipe their ass while they're living in a hotel or something like that, and you're sitting on it because you are a fucking greedy piece of shit. Like, I hope you have... I hope hope that guy gets the biggest amount of explosive diarrhea you can humanly get. Oh, no, that guy, they seized his... They seized his um, storage locker that he had all his sanitizers, and they distributed them mostly through Tennessee and some through Kentucky. Um, he's also going to get fined, pr- probably multiple fines, and he's also still being investigated. Good. By who? I don't know. Whoever investigates, I don't know. I don't know even know what that's called. Whatever he did. It's a. It's right. a. I've looked it up. It's part of the Tennessee government. So pretty much this guy is on the radar of the whole state. So his <laughs> next moves are I mean, he's fucked. Like okay, here's a thing. it's crazy. Just to be clear, when if you feel like you have symptoms of this virus, do not leave your home. You have mm-hmm. to call the doctor first. They will tell you what to do from there. If you leave your home, you have the potential of infecting other people because you could be within that 14-day incubation period. So stay at home, knuckle down. Everybody in your house needs to knuckle down. 
And if you have the virus after 14 days or you experience the symptoms, you're supposed to call first, and then they will tell you what you need to do next. So that's what you have to do. And you need to stay mm -hmm. calm. Don't freak out because not everybody dies from the virus. That's something that everybody has to remember. Not everybody dies from the virus. Okay? Mm -hmm. So you just have to be cautious. Wash your fucking hands. After Thank you. you. Room, when you touch stuff, just wash your goddamn hands. Okay? We would like to do this too. Okay? Sing the Issy Spicy Spider. When up the water stop, bitch, clean your hands. Okay? Mm -hmm. Oh. Don't, don't oh, go my God, that guy. Don't go to the bathroom, just rest the water on your hands and come out, ho. Okay? You need to use soap, okay? That's what it's there for. If my right? five-year-old five can remember to wash her hands after, you know, touching and eating and all that, you as a grown-ass adult should be able to do that without argument. And if you don't have hand sanitizer, don't freak out, okay? Get you a little pump bottle. They got a bunch of them on Amazon. You can order them and bring them to your house. Buy yourself some Lysol. Okay? Spray everything. Spray it down with Lysol. Get you some little clear bottles and fill them bottles with some alcohol. They need to be 60% or more. And when you get done using the bathroom, if you don't have antibacterial soap, you take that alcohol and you spray your hands down with it. Simple. Everybody's happy, okay? It's an apocalypse, true enough, but, you know, we'll get through it like we always do. And, you know, everyone, everyone focuses on, like, the mass hysteria, but, like, please remember we're all in this together. So if you do have the resources and you can help people, even if it's, like, the smallest things, like the other day I went to Target, and they were out of hand wipes, like the hand the sanitized wipes to wipe the buggies down. Because guess what? Some motherfucker walked in, grabbed it, and ran with it. I'm not even joking. What? <laughs> they, I, because um, I was, me and my daughter were leaving, and we saw this elderly couple. They had to be in their 70s. And they were... They, they didn't have hand sanitizer. They didn't have nothing. They were afraid to, to touch it because they were like, we'll just put our jackets on it. And the wife's like, we're not doing that. You know, you're sick. I'm like, or like, you just got over being sick. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I'm like, do you guys need some hand sanitizer? And they're like, no, uh, we'll, we'll be okay. And then my dad, my dad was at a store and they had put, you know, the alcohol wipes for your hands, um, the travel ones. And mm -hmm. someone brought them. Someone brought him out. And if I ever find whoever did this, I'm knocking your lights out. My dad was just standing there, and some asshole pushed my 68-year-old father to the ground to get hand alcohol hand wipes. So if I ever find out who did it, you better fucking run. Because you what? shoved my – they shoved my dad to the ground, dude. That is um, fucking ridiculous. So, oh, it was a hand wipe. Overhand wipes. Yes, I, I, hope, I hope they ask get the virus just for that shit. Okay. She said it, not me. But, you know, oh, so I had, him, I had him in my purse. <laughs> I opened him up and I gave some to him. And I'm like, you know, I gave him like two each. I said, you know, I, I this is all I have. 
And they're like, you know what? This is more than people have offered to help. So just if you have the resources, help people. And if you're the person who shoved my father on the ground, I hope you fucking catch it and have explosive diarrhea at the same time. And no toilet paper very much. And that's that's facts. So we're going to move on. Cause we don't we don't want to we don't want to dwell on the on the bullshit today. But just hope we made y'all laugh there for a little bit. Um, stop buying all so, the damn tissue. I can't stress that enough. Stop stealing it. Stop buying it. <laughs> we need stuff to wipe our ass. Fucking Alex, did you guys see what um Alexander Hammerstone posted on Twitter? Which that was fucking. No, 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 no. He posted this thing. Well, the Lesnar thing was funny, but a couple of days ago, he's like, hey, you know, in your shower head, that's like turbo. Uh, oh, yeah, I saw uh, that. Jet setting. <laughs> and he's, he's basically like, this is the time to use it. We'll survive. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, Stop Well, you got, hey. Gotta do what you gotta do, man, because... Samoa Joe posted his bidet on Twitter and was like, everybody laughed at me a few months ago. Yeah. But I'm walking around with a clean ass. Not <laughs> 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 I him sometimes. Like, I like, I'm like, what's wrong with this motherfucker? I'm like, fuck you, Joe. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to wipe our ass. I told him on Twitter, I said, you ain't shit. <laughs> well, we know we missed a lot, so we're not gonna rehash old wrestling stuff. Um, Elimination Chamber, we either loved or hated it. So, I mean, there was that. Um, yeah. So let's so let's just start fresh and let's just talk about what happened um, this week. Um, the only thing I can remember from Raw is Edge coming back and just beating this like. This is like the edge I miss, like the angry, pissed off. I'm gonna like just, oh God, I want it. Was him a, it was the best segment of the show because the rest of it I fell asleep on, to be honest with you. Um, when I woke up, that's what was on my TV. He was daring into the arena, and that wasn't even the final segment. And I was a little. I was, I was like, that's odd. Wouldn't they make this the culmination of the show? Because, yeah, I mean, sure. after most people watch it, they're going to turn the TV off because nobody gives a shit about Seth Rollins. Even if you like KO a lot, which I like KO a lot. I don't you don't even, did he even come out? Yeah, he came out there, but he got beat up. Oh, I didn't watch. <laughs> See, <laughs> I heard, I heard Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy was gonna be in the main event. I thought I'm not watching that shit. Yeah, they, they had a match, and then it got turned into uh eight man uh, tag team. Yeah, and you know, they it was... had the match fine, but it was just I wish that match and that segment was before. The Edge and Randy Orton segment. You need to end strong if you can't start strong. Well, they need and people that are at the top of the hour. At the top of 10 o'clock, the first 30 minutes, that was Edge, Randy Orton, and MVP. The rest of that was the um was the Street Profits eight-man tag team match with Seth Rollins. That was the rest of it. 
And that was the end of the show. Ended with a curb stomp and Kevin Owens. Three curb stomps. And that was it. So I was just like, okay. <laughs> I guess. I'm not going to give Seth the time anymore. And that's no... Well, one of the authors of Pain is injured again. So his ass is going to be gone for a while. Oh, and my this, God. This is, and you know what? This is no disrespect to, to the Street Profits, who I am so fucking happy an actual tag team has the damn tag belts. You know, it, it, it's no offense to anybody who is in that match. But I am so fucking done with Seth. He bores the shit out of me. <laughs> well, I ain't, I ain't even gonna front, and I hate to say because she she gonna she gonna make sure that she rub it in our face. But K been saying that since last year. True. <laughs> she been saying that since last year when he was fighting Lesnar for the title and he was a face. She was saying it then. You know I, I for him at that point. I just wanted somebody to beat Brock. That and that's that was the thing. That's why everyone then, got behind him. Because honestly, I've been, I've been over Seth since uh, he had the ACL thing. Oh, that was years ago, man. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I wasn't rude for him when he was in that triple threat against Miz and Finn. I didn't care for him. Yeah, just, me neither. None of that was just I forgot about that match. So let me let, let me ask you this, Don. Um, because we've mm-hmm. all all three of us have had her share about this Messiah character. Um, what do you think of it? Because I know you like just, do you think he's doing too little? Do you think it's just boring, annoying? Like, what do you think of the Messiah complex character that he has? Um, personally, I don't like. I was just, it don't fit on him for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like he forcing it. Like he's a little bit too cocky. I guess that's how it's supposed to go, but it just, to me, it don't fit on him. And I don't like it. It's boring. He's not really working it for me. Then they talking about a sermon and all that. I'm like, is this church? <laughs> Jesus? I mean, he, he looks like Jesus in the, in a way, but this, this ain't God. This ain't God's work. So please, let's mm-hmm. not force this on us. He doesn't go far enough with it. He doesn't. I'll yeah, be I telling motherfuckers to bow down, making them kiss See? my feet and all that. That's what Nicole was saying. Yes, you have to. I mean, that's what if people you do a gimmick like that. Time, yeah. they lack. A lot of people don't really know what to do with the gimmicks they have. For real. Only person who's really putting work into their gimmick is mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt and our truth Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. truth, truth is goat. Like, let's face it, you could give our truth made little Jimmy get over. If it was anybody who did he that. Did. He, when he came out in that Confederate outfit and he was. 
I lost it. I just I like, remember <laughs> when he originally snapped. It was against John Morrison. He lit a cigarette and blew it in his face. I said, "That's some disrespectful shit." It is. <laughs> That's disrespectful as hell. Yeah. But like the person who I think that if anyone has a messiah complex character, and I mean we said. I mean, I was thinking about this, just how she's been running lately, is Charlotte. The way she talks, like, bow down to me, bow down to you. I'm like, Seth, take notes from Charlotte. She knows what she's doing. You don't know I hate the, the infliction in her voice sometimes, though. Because I think that's... She put she emphasis does. on a lot of words. Yeah, yeah. she, she's, she, t- it's too much sometimes. And also, Lana started doing that, so I said, we don't need two people talking like that. Lana... Lana do it, and it's weird. She do like a copycat. Oh, it worked for you. It may work for me. No, what you were doing before was working for you. I, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I don't know what this whole thing she got going on, but it needs to be cut. Was she on, Raw? No. No. Thank God. Thank God. They need to go to take into her room and just cut up all those ugly ass wigs of hers. Maybe she became well, doing her hair. Like she only Simmons. got one. Yeah. She's filming this movie with Bruce Willis and a couple she, other actors. She lost him in the divorce to Rusev and Rusev's using them as mops. Fashion Nova wigs. Oh Lord. That's pretty much all that happened on Raw. There wasn't really much to Raw other than that. Well, I like Becky's promo besides the copy and paste part, but it was nice. Her her promos are getting so old so fast, and it's just like... Her whole act was getting old fast. That's who I would have gave the Messiah thing to. Oh, yeah, Becky could have sold that. I think when you don't have a change in character for real, this the year thing that gets stale. Like, you could say with CM Punk, when he went for 400 and some day reign, he was never the same. It wasn't the same shit all the time. You weren't expecting him to do the same thing. Right. But changed how he delivered by the person he was going up against. Exactly. That's yeah. where we don't see that because when you sit back in the day, when you go back and watch the stuff with Stone Cold and everything, and with The Rock, yeah, their personas were the same, but their approaches to certain superstars was different. So they had to change their approach. They had to change how they came across in order to make the storyline work. <clears throat> Could so you imagine I, if I mean, like, people are like, well, you know, The Rock spouted out the same thing, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but The Rock was interesting. He could, The Rock is like those guys who would read your ass to filth without even trying hard. And just seeing. He had, he had a draw. He's a natural it factor. You can't say that about Seth Rollins. Does he have some charisma? Yes, but. The Rock is literally the epitome of what a charismatic man should be. 
Well, the thing with Seth Rollins is that, like, he doesn't really, he doesn't have a likable personality. Let's just get this out the way. Mm -hmm. He's, he's never, and this is just all around. Like, he does not have a likable personality. He probably never will. Um, No shade to him, but it's, that's just how I feel. He's just not very likable. So he excels well, as a heel, don't be trying to laugh at me, too. <laughs> but I'm serious. Oh, that's Rollins. No. Let's just tell the truth and say the devil. You got a shitty personality and nobody likes you. Okay? That's just the truth. Um, nobody likes you. It's horrible. You're likable to some people, but you have a horrible way of presenting yourself. So people don't yes. like. It. True. So I don't, I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> people have been saying that for oh shit. Damn. Nashville just got Nashville just got put under shutdown. Oh. Who? National who? Tennessee. Nashville, oh. Tennessee. Their I thought you said national. No uh, bars. The oh, they Nashville got shut down. Oh, WWE yeah. headquarters just shut down. They told everybody to work from home. Oh, damn. Mm. Well, besides Raw, we had a very interesting and I think, honestly, a rememberable SmackDown that happened. Well, we had NXT. Uh, Did anybody watch NXT 2 before that? Um, no. It wasn't really much to NXT. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I watched it. Um, the crowd was was really giving it to Charlotte. I can say that much. She were the crowd read her to have her silence for a little bit, for a hot little second. Um, the match against Mia and Dakota. I thought Dakota was gonna win, but it was okay. It's pretty much an okay night for NXT. Was nothing special. And I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch AEW. I heard it's I heard it was a really good show, but when I saw when I saw the ending of you know Jericho again in his little inner circle jerk crony standing tall, it's like oh how are you? Like, uh, 1998, how are you? <laughs> like I can't believe I'm saying this. Um, I uh-oh. wish I would have watched. Well, I didn't get a chance to watch NXT because I had to do stupid shit at work. But um, from watching both shows, I wish I would have watched AEW instead of NXT. Holy oh. shit, dude. Ooh. That's a first. Oh, oh my here, God. Here comes it was just like... Yeah. yeah, and I... you and Usually I, I stay pretty even, but it was just like nothing really exciting is going on. NXT UK is way more exciting than regular NXT right now. It's also a thing. But everything's just kind of like stale. So like, you didn't like just, the Tommaso thing? Like, I love... Just... I don't like... I really didn't like didn't anything, honestly. One. The only... the But all the, all the women's matches were super boring. The confrontation between Charlotte and Rhea was good. 
only because of Charlotte. Yeah. Um, it's flowers oh, because of Charlotte. Rhea came, you know. I do saw a promo um, Austin Theory, so <laughs> that's okay. Um, <laughs> oh my god. They oh, had him look nice in his tights. He did. Um, they they done. also showed also showed um what's it called? They also showed Killer Cross's little um vignettes. All gold dust. Um, and that's what <laughs> makes me think. Sorry, I'm watching Armageddon, whatever fucking year this is, 2002 mm-hmm. now. Um, Didn't uh, but, Keith Lee and Cameron open the show? Yeah, Ooh. but also that match was just like, like again, like who cares? Yeah, we know Cameron Grimes wasn't going to win. Yeah, it was yeah. just the end of the match was good. That was a good time in the story. Oh, that was yeah. good. I did For all like three that. of them. So that triple threat, which I hope to see, I just know it's on SmackDown because I love Damian Priest. I don't like Damian Priest. What? Sometimes he's good, but he's a he's a little he's a little green in the ring. Yeah, I don't like him and his flamingo you know. knees. I don't like him. Fuck flamingo. Running the knees, Duke. Touch. Stop playing. It happens. It does. <laughs> Maybe he gotta keep on going leg day. <laughs> They're gonna be strong oh and touching. Shit. <laughs> Um, also, what else, there's something else that I like, um, what was it? It was the, um, Velveteen. So what, what happened with our good friend Velveteen and Roderick Strong? So he basically was like, he was like, you're an idiot. He was like, I basically just used you to get attention from Adam so I can potentially (laughs) get, uh, you know, a world title match. And Damn. he was like, who gets mad? And he was like, literally, he was like, you're an idiot. Like, who gets mad about some stuff that's on tights? And then, like, <laughs> threw them in a crowd. Like, literally, that's what he said. I was like, that's hilarious. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so, that's it. Like, Well, hold up, because we all, okay, because MLW is taped beforehand. So, Killer Cross mm-hmm. is currently on MLW, and if they're mm-hmm. running the sec- the little things on NXT, are they gonna wait till he's done in MLW to let him come out? Or I would imagine they would, because yeah, he honestly that MLW stuff was filmed like at least two months ago. That was filmed way before he was even announced at NXT. So are there pay per views live then? Yes, their like pay-per-views. The... They've only had one pay-per-view, I think. Have they? I don't. Even, I don't even think they've had I... one yet, honestly. I don't think they have one either. I don't, I don't think they've I... had one yet. I'll say this about MLW because, of course, watch MLW because um, I did catch that. Um, Conan read that little motherfucker Oliver to the ground, and I imagine it for. He, in like that one little segment, because everyone's got a problem with Abolito Conan all of a sudden, and he's got to beat the shit out of him with his little slapjack thing. I can't stand it, Justin. <laughs> Powerpuff and that little, little posing-ass bitch they got with him. Oh. Wherefore, like, injustice. Yeah, so like, 
they come out you literally walk around with two pom poms on the top of your head and you're a grown man. If you saw this guy, you would be like, oh, my God, I went to high school with a guy like this. This kid, this little white kid with the name, what is what is his name? Oliver what? Oliver something? Jordan Oliver. Oliver Twist. Thank you, Lisa. He's a little mm-hmm. big. You remember the He's white kid big. from, like, you remember the white kid from suburbia who tried to act hood because he listened to, like, Tupac one time? And was louder than everybody else? Did you ever go to school with somebody like that? <laughs> mm. My silence. He doesn't know. <laughs> it's everybody. Everybody, if you went to school from like 1990s to 2000, I'm just going to say four, you went to uh-huh. high school with somebody like this. And he comes out there and he's trying to talk shit to Conan and Conan's like, well, you know, if this really was jail, I sell your ass for a pack of cigarettes and a honey bun for like the first five minutes we're in. I was like, you ain't wrong. You don't need the cigarettes, the honey bun will work just fine. <laughs> I'm masked. Fuck him. Uh, Fuck. Fuck him. You don't know who I'm talking about. You, this dude is tall and lanky. He wears a bandana around his head, and it's always the one white dude in the group with the black people. He's always oh. the loudest, always the most good, and he always got something to say, but he don't have shit to back it up. That's like the kind of little white boy yeah. that was on Soul Plane. Yes. Yes. That little boy got more. That little boy got more balls than this nigga we talked about. <laughs> little boy harder than this nigga we talking about. Period. Yeah. But, um, alright. But, I mean, like, wrestling, I don't know, I just really wasn't in the mood to, to watch the show. I don't know. But, um, but SmackDown, they, um, so SmackDown was originally supposed to come from Detroit. And Cause I was gonna skip the, work and go. Oh, shit. But, <laughs> Dude, I really, dude, I really was. She, I think you said something that you were. We were just like, yeah, go. <laughs> um, but to recent events, they moved it to the performance center with um, no audience, and pretty much, if you're supposed to be there, you're supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Now, rumor was, and I heard this is just the rumor that I'm hearing is that they had off-duty Orlando police around the building. So if anybody tried to sneak in, they would have got their ass stomped and arrested on site. And I I don't mean like one guy in the back, one guy in the front. I'm talking about like every two steps, there was a a police officer. Because they they were not... Because, you know, there's going to be that asshole who's going to try to break in and, you know, it's an empty stadium. They're going to try to get their 15 minutes of fame by being the asshole that ran into the performance center while they were, you know, doing this bullshit. People are stupid. Uh, like, that's just um, but okay. Well, AEW's no, people, doing people are dumb. AEW's going to do, because you know it's going to be the asshole who runs through the audience, 
and like pretends to sneeze on like Alexa Bliss or somebody and then you know just trying to get their 15 minutes of fame and not uh, the and MLW or not to cut you off but when I was watching MLW and then Justice was out there Oliver and that little Powerpuff nigga was coughing on people um, and I'm sitting there like did I just see that? He did. Oliver stood there and was like, literally. They probably should have edited him. that out. Uh, he was talking uh, on people, and I was like, see, <laughs> that's how you a bitch ass nigga. <laughs> that's, that's how that's you get punched. Because even, even if this shit wasn't going on, you call for sneeze on me, I'm beating your ass. Okay. Like, he was coughing, coughing, yeah. pretending like he was sneezing, which is like, pew. Ha, ha, ha. I'm like, all right. That's some bullshit. It's ain't WWE. Y'all ain't got no motherfucking security back there. All right? Uh-huh. <laughs> you get your ass whooped. Period. Man, yeah, that's not much. even, you know, kayfabe. As a person, as a human, that shit ain't cool. It ain't cute. I'm going to smack the fuck out you. And that's fake. Mm-hmm. Don ain't lying. I ain't trying to step on your toes, Alexis. So continue. <laughs> No, that's fine because I'm just no nah, because I'm gonna have to go back and watch MLW now. Like, they... I don't even know. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't watch a lot of their matches because I think a lot of them are. I think no offense to them, but um, yeah, Myron Reed is the only good one in Injustice. But mm-hmm. I forgot who he's he was the one wrestling, wrestling. So I like, yeah, he's the only good one in the group. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So he was wrestling, and I just tuned out, and also because I was, like, kind of tired, and I was like, I really should be going to bed, but I was like, no, I want to watch Cross's match with Tom Waller, because Tom Waller is annoying right now. Obviously, he should be annoying, but he's healed, but he's really good. So I was like, okay, this would probably be a good match. So that's, like, the only reason I just, like, stayed up continuously to watch it, but I just tuned out for their match. Um, Do you uh, watch it back yeah. and just pay attention? You'll see. That's what he did. Now I'm kind of glad Conan smacked the shit out of him. Like, thank you. Thank you, Conan. Um, you should have whooped his ass when they beat um, Laredo kid because they cheated to do that. You should have whooped his ass. They're not, even I, a fun, they're not even a fun heel stable. They're like the annoying heel no. stable. Like I like Myron Reed. I wish Myron Reed would drop them. He don't I, need Exactly. Them. I think he will. I think he will. They need um, him. Yeah. They need <laughs> him more than he needs them. But, like, Nicole's right. Like, with a heel, like, a heel faction, like, even when DX was a heel, they were fun. They were fun to watch. They were doing, like, all kinds of, like, crazy shit. And then it's, like, with Dynasty, these guys, like, you hate them. They're such but they're asses. so. Thank you. They're so dumb. You're just like, are you for real right now? Like dude, like dude with the like dude with the AirPods. Like he I always had like... AirPods. It's fun. No, it really took me out. He literally and Don. I have to send you a clip of this because I like I cried laughing. This dude literally had was on commentary and he had you know you have the headphones on. He literally had the headphones yeah, over AirPods. the AirPods. Yeah. And that's yeah, that's yeah. His thing is, every that's time you like see you him, know. well, that's that's, that's what I'm saying. And he's like, 
They're all idiots. Like, every one of them. They're just stupid. I... They're fun to watch, though, because they are stupid. Like, you get mad that they win, but when they lose, you're just like, oh, thank God. So maybe now they'll shut up for a while, you know? But, yeah. like... They're, I'm they're mad that they exist. They're just mad that they <laughs> I don't like Rich, them at all. Richard Holiday, Richard Holiday, the AirPod guy, he doesn't call them fans. He calls them consumers. And it's and all, which is genius it's marketing. With him. Yeah. Yeah, like everything that's, is about yeah, reacting. We need to market you differently. I'm like, what are you doing? Are <laughs> <laughs> I think for your marketing firm, what is going on? They had a and conversation they, about Gino's character, and they literally talked about how they couldn't pronounce his name that he had, so they had to change him to the Untouchable. And then he went out there and had his match and got beat. And I just thought that was absolutely hilarious. See, there like, you go. Well, then you got like um, Hammerstone, who's his huge muscly like buff dude dumb as shit like i yes. love him but his and character how are you liking the podcast so far i hope you guys are enjoying it if you have a topic that you think we should be discussing on Down for the Cow, don't hesitate to contact us. You can send us a voice message right here on the Anchor app, or you can hit us up on social media. Our Instagram is at D4TC underscore podcast. Our Twitter is at Down for the Count 19. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll let you get back to the podcast. Don, I swear to God, they sat at the table <laughs> and they was like, we got to come up with a new name for you. And we came up with it last night. The name is, you know, the untouchables. He was like, yeah, yeah. Took us all night, but we came up with that. I was like, bitch, what? So they're talking about you all night? on commentary? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're so, like, they're uh-huh. just like, think of like, Okay, so if Oliver's, like, the annoying kid that we all went to high school with, Dynasty are, like, the rich trust fund kids who, yeah. like, always, they're, like, always doing, like, they, they have, like, the layup because, yeah, you could have this, like, you could be having good grades or whatever, but, you know, they could be dumb as shit, but they know they're passing because their mom and dad are paying for them to pass. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, they're dumb as shit. Like and Richard Holiday, I were asked like Richard Holiday. I like if I knew this guy in real life, I would knock the shit out of him just because like he, he doesn't even have to open his mouth and I want to hit him. <laughs> and then like uh, Al, like Hammerstone's the power dude. He's like you know big, red, muscly, dumb as shit. He's like he's the jock. He's the rich jock. So. Hammerstone's the rich kid with whose dad's got all the money. Uh, Hammerstone's the jock. MJF is like the kid who you want to beat his ass, but like his parents have are like friends with everybody on the school board, and so they kind of like turn away while their son's being a jackass. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm-hmm. And then Gina's just a frat boy that gets grandfathered into every job that he gets. Exactly. So he, don't, he don't know how to work for nothing. He don't know nothing. All he knows is he's old. It. He's an elitist. Yeah. By definition, he's an elitist. That's the but best way to. And they're so fun to hate on. Because, like, okay, Holiday stole Savio Vega's Caribbean Championship. Now he's going around calling himself the undisputed Caribbean champion. And, like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's going to come down to Savio Vega's going to jump. Like, can we all just say how great, first of all, how great Savio Vega looks? Like, dude, did I was not wondering age. where he got that belt from. I was like, where did he get this belt from? Which where, belt? where did it come from? The, the one that, Sa- um, what's his face? Holiday it's, hat. It's the, it's Savio Vega's, like, NWA Caribbean heavyweight title. He stole it from him, and now he's going Oh, yeah, kind of- and I was like, why is that just, like, floating about? That's what I was, that's what I was saying. I'm like, what's going on here? Why does he have that? And it didn't have MLW on it, so I was confused. He's, he's like, okay. He stole it. Stole it from Savio Vega. He's like, I am the defending Caribbean champion. And then he gets his ass whooped by the champion. And then I'm like, you know, Savio, the day Savio takes that belt back, Savio Vega is going to get one of the biggest pops of his whole fucking career. And we're going to, but it's like, that's the difference. Like, if, if, if Injustice was pulling this shit, we would hate it. We would be sitting here going, fuck these guys. Fuck, you know, this little white dude who I'm pretty sure anybody could beat up. Like, I could beat him up. Let's just be fucking for real here. Okay, like, uh-huh. Tiff, your, your ne- Tiff's nephew could beat up Oliver. There's <laughs> no... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if they were pulling this shit, we would hate it. But the fact that these guys are making it fun to hate him, that's, I think, it's what makes a successful heel stable. It's like someone put on Tumblr, they're like, well, how can people hate MJF or they hate, no, how do people hate Baron Corbin, but they like MJF and someone comes back saying, because I'd rather, I want to see MJF on my TV. I want Baron Corbin to go away. Baron Corbin Baron don't Corbin work because just... he, he just flat. Yeah. There ain't no Baron Corbin. And I will say this. Outside of his wrestling character, he's a genuinely nice dude. I was watching that SCW, um, that SCW documentary, and I was like, I really like Baron Corbin outside of his character. But your character sucks, which means it's something you're doing when you get ready to go outside that curtain to change into this character that makes you unlikable to the 85th degree. I know you're not supposed mm-hmm. to be liked, which is fine. But you are supposed to have a certain quality that makes people want to watch you, but more like hate watch you to the point where they're like, hey, I want to see his demise. Like, you got to embody shit like Edge did, like Triple H did when he was a heel, like um, how Shawn Michaels was when he was a heel. He had enough charisma to get you to in the door to watch him, and then you wanted to watch his demise. You wanted to watch their fall. That was the mm-hmm. point of a good heel. And sometimes I think Baron Corbin is just, his delivery is whack. What he's saying is whack. And it's just like, fuck's sake. Like, you you just, 
go away. Just go away. Don't say anything. Just go go to sleep. Just go home and go to sleep. We don't we don't want to see it. He just doesn't have it. And it's sad because I, I like I said I like him outside of his character, but he's just. I mean, we've said that we've said that before. Like when he posts those cooking videos of like the shit that he makes up looks fucking rad. Like they did like a house tour with him like way back in the day because I guess like WWE did their own version of Cribs, and yeah. um, he had like all this co- cool like y'all are gonna think I'm weird. What else is new? Um, he had like articulated. Well, he had like. Um, articulated animal skeletons, like he had like bat skeletons and shit. I'm like, all right, dude, I can roll with you. And then when I met, saw his character, I'm like, no, I'm just gonna steal your shit. You don't, you no, you don't deserve this. I'm, hey, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, just gonna, I'm gonna take this giant. I'm gonna take this giant five foot bat skeleton you have. Like you don't deserve this. No, you I'm say gonna, a five <laughs> foot bat skeleton in your house yeah. where you sleep at. Well, this was before he had a kid and he got married. And I'm just going to ask Baron, like, did your wife make you throw out that skeletons? Because um, if you still got them, I'll take right, them. Dude. What? <laughs> Damn right she made you throw it out. It's crazy. That's <laughs> Matter of fact, I don't even want it in my house. You can put <laughs> that shit in the midwife house or something. But you can't handle them back. That's a demon. You gonna literally put a hole in no, your house for free? Choose <laughs> <laughs> a demon. <laughs> but um, it, but yeah. Now Tiff thinks Baron Corbin has a demon in his house. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, from behind the curtain and come out there because he ain't selling us shit. And we like mm, clearly. Yeah, that bad demon that took over, didn't it? Mm-hmm. I forgot this used to be his theme song, too. Yeah, a good old theme song, man. And then it just got really stupid, like, real quick. But, um... You know, I'm talking about so, how Edge used to have, um... That Rob Zombie song. Oh, yeah. Uh, you never gonna stop. I hate that song, but I, I forgot that was also his the theme remix. song. The remix. Oh, I didn't like that one. I liked it. I thought it was cool. But that was like when I was in the height of like my Rob Zombie fandom. That was a scary. Oh, I'm going to be singing a song in my head all day. I'm pissed. Rob Zombie. <laughs> so here's the thing. So here's what it looks like for the next couple of shows, at least for WWE and AEW. Now MLW and NWA are pre-taped. So they're going to have an audience. But for right. AEW and WWE, um, AEW is going to be running mostly out of Jacksonville because that's where they're located at. And mm-hmm. all WWE TV shows will be at the Performance Center. So right. Friday and securities and Cody's already, uh, I think Cody and Tony Khan have already said something like, because um, I don't know if MLW's canceled any further tapings. Like, cause they tape so far in advance, they could have, they have like good amount of shows until they start running out. But, well, I uh, saw a lot of production was suspended for a lot of shows, so they might have just yeah. suspended future production until they get to fix, till everything, right. you know, 
taken care of, or at least contained. So, um, Cody pretty much released something that was that kind of went along the same lines as WWE. Him and Tony Khan, um, people who are going to be there are only <clears throat> the people who need to be there. It will be an empty arena, which will be interesting to see how these guys and ladies can work that if they're not used to that. And um, pretty, pretty, pretty much the same thing. Security will be placed around the building. So if anybody gets the smart idea of trying to break in and run and try to sneeze or cough on MJF or anybody for that matter, um, your ass will be prosecuted and probably get the shit kicked out of you by the grown ass men in the back who like to beat up people <laughs> for fun. Okay. So. <laughs> Get the Bret Hart guys' uh, treatment, where you know Dash Wilder's just gonna jump out of nowhere and just mm-hmm. knock him right in the ass. <laughs> That was one time where I was like, you know what, Dash, I fucked with you, my nigga. You went, you went in and took that nigga out. It was World War Three in that bitch. You was wearing a Hart Foundation jacket. He was wearing Jim Neidhart's old jacket, and he just like. It was the embodiment of Jim, and he just, bam, like, busted that motherfucker's face right open. I'm like, all right, Dash, you good? Yeah, but for now. Well, it was just, the whole thing was funny. It's No, the funnier thing is if, like, if you watch, like, the multiple, like, shots of it. So, like, Maurice got up. Like, she was, like, Maurice really got up. Like, she, you know, like, she was about to buck. And then, because you think, (laughs) you remember, she was also pregnant at that time. Mm-hmm. But she, she got up. I was like, Maurice, what are you gonna do? And she like got <laughs> up and she took she got up and she was like trying to step out her shoes and this is like, what are you doing? Maurice look, is about look. that life, boy. And then Rhonda, and then if you look on the side, because you know, Travis, yeah, that's his name. Travis ran yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. She her she up. she tossed her shoes off. Yeah, she, she, she like and was tying that shit to make pants like she was about to kick this motherfucker's ass. Well, she could have like, easy. Yeah. She should have just let her do it. <laughs> okay. She I remember, like, people were giving Rhonda, or Rhonda shit, like, why didn't she jump in? And I'm thinking, because Brett and Natty are to the side, and I'm like, if this dude somehow broke free... Rhonda was going to be the first line of defense, and yeah, but you know what? I still love the fact that the first three people I remember hitting that ring were the Usos and he's Slater. I know a lot of people are like, oh, Slater's a joke act. I'm like, no, he was one of the first three guys to jump in that ring with the Usos without hesitation. They're just like, nope. Because he's close with Nat, because he's super close with Natty. Yeah. Everybody's Natty. Everybody loves Natty. As you should. And that's and I also liked how the New Day also they they pulled like everyone else was you know was just jumping on the guy but I also liked how the New Day it was New Day and someone else New Day and one or two other people like took Brett and Natty to the side yeah yeah and made sure they were separated them made sure they were okay and stuff right. mm-hmm. like I just think the funniest with Maurice because honestly if she like she was what? How far along pregnant was she? She was like she was, she was, she was, she was big. 
just that girl goes like through everywhere she's like hi my name is Naomi how are you can I get you anything like you know like yeah so he so he was not playing when he went after Alvarez and he went Mm -mm. he went at his neck and I was like you know what Darren I'll stop fucking with you for a couple days because that was hardcore right there but what was the joke that we said that fucking Contra was gonna like pull up and just shoot like a fucking fireball in his face I wish they did do that, because, oh, my God, I would have loved that. But, but, so, SmackDown went on in the Performance Center. There was no audience. Um, Triple H needs to be on commentary more often, because he had COVID. It was fun. SmackDown was fun. He made it fun. Michael Cole was dying laughing the whole time.
fill that in a little bit. <laughs> I started dying. I'm Boston. like, yo. I was like, calm down. What's wrong with you? It was tripping. I will say you know, this for the most part of right now. I like, I like the matches. The matches were solid. Mm-hmm. But I loved that promo back and forth with John Cena and Bray Wyatt. Yes. That, was like that was one of the best promos they've ever cut. I love that. Especially Bray. Yes. I was like, when he, said, when he said that, I was like, okay, I'm invested. I was already invested. When he said that, I'm like, I'm invested, for real. Because, like, you know, they could have half-assed that show, and I know they had to cut a lot out. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, the women's tag match, I was really, like, impressed by it. And, like, the, the whole, I mean, like, let's talk about my, my second favorite part, which is, like, why I take your second favorite part. Jeff Hardy came back. Jeff Hardy is back. And he looked great. <clears throat> I haven't seen Jeff look back in years. And, he did. Um, I cried a it little. Like, <laughs> I was, I'm like, I was, I was, came back and, you know, we all knew they weren't, they, he went up against Baron Corbin and again, they could have half-assed it, but you could tell Jeff was putting everything because it was his first match back in like months. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just, let's talk about this real quick. So on commentary, they called, they called the twist of fate, twist of fury. Right. Now, we had a friend of ours send us something that said, Matt, trademark, twist of fate. That was Matt, a lie. Matt came back on Twitter and said that he did it. How much money you want to bet Rebby was trying to make him do that? <laughs> I ain't had none because I know it was that bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Matt Hardy, she shouldn't have tweeted that. It was... Huh? She and she knew what the fuck she was doing, because obviously during that time she's gonna tra- she tweeted out a trademark, like the trademark symbol, and then Matt had to come back and be like, "Well, I that's my brother. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't trademark it." I'm like, "Well, tell your bitch to get off the line, get off Twitter." Yeah, because she knew what the fuck she was doing. If you didn't trademark that, that she shouldn't have tweeted that, done any of that shit. I think Ray Hardy gonna be the death of Matt Hardy. If he if he reti- decides to retire, WWE could have just easily, you know, say, okay, you want to leave, fine, let's induct you, let's make you a slot in the Hall of Fame, and we're done, right? Mm-hmm. But when you yeah. look at how disrespectful his wife and how she making these little snide backhand comments. Causing it's gonna be a while before he gets inducted. I bet you his brother will get inducted before he before does. He All because or, of her. And, or just the Hardys together. But that would be the only time he'll get inducted. It's not like Triple H is gonna be in there three times, or Jeff is gonna be part of the Hardy Boys, and by himself. Like my goal for 2020 is to get blocked by Rebby Hardy. I want to piss her off so much. She blocks me because I cannot um, stand that. 
Hi, Rebby. I know you're listening because you do a vanity search. Um, I'm just going to say it again. Pumping out three kids is not considered a career highlight, honey. Okay? Mwah. Love you. Why do I keep seeing Chris Benoit? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, now everyone's saying he's going to go to AEW. He's going to be the exalted one. And I'm like, well, AEW needs to tell oh, her wow. to shut her ass up because they okay. don't need her running her mouth. You know, they, you know, Jeff's welcome back well. in Impact to a certain degree. But, like, after her running her mouth the way she did about the tag titles and melting them down to be earrings or whatever, you know he's just, you know, they're like, nah, we can take your brother, but we ain't taking you. Right. No, because she's trash. She always has been trash. She always will be trash. I've lost a lot of respect for Matt because of her. And I know that's, like, different because it's, like, Matt Hardy the person and Matt Hardy the wrestler. But it's, like, um, who's going to write in your life? I mean, no, I get it because he let her run her mouth all the time. When you gonna put your foot down? Like, look, this is my money. This is what put food on the table. This is paying the bills. It's keeping our house. And you want to keep running your mouth? When I decide to leave somewhere, you be quiet. This has nothing to do with you at all. Exactly. And if you exactly. want to go back, I can't go back because you run your mouth so much. You got Twitter things. For what reason? What are you doing? Are you paying a bill? Are you a mogul? Are you selling something? No? Shut your ass up. Okay. And that's for show you right out. That's for show you right out. It's like, what are you, why, why do you continue to talk? You messing up my home money. You messing up your kids' money. Ain't got this no business. Ain't selling no lipstick. Girl, Nothing. She's literally doing. Little baby buying herself. God forbid. She's literally your little daughters want to go wrestling. Nothing. She does nothing. Nothing. And it's she's not doing nothing. And you know, that riddle's wife might be a lot, but at least the bitch do something. Okay. <laughs> she do she's something. That she's woman doesn't do nothing. Right? Just sit up on Twitter and then every time Matt come home, she get pregnant. I think she's like a personal trainer or something like that. Yeah, she's a personal trainer. She's a bitch, but at least she got a job. Yeah, that comment she had was rude as hell. Might not like her, but the bitch do something. That bitch got a job to do her own thing. Okay, you can tell her she got a job. True. Yeah, that's the one thing that bothers me about about Rebby. Like she, like you don't, you're nothing but Matt's wife. Like literally, that's That's all you are, and that's all you let your image be. Is like, Matt Hardy's he, wife? That's what she's like. Uh, people say she's like a less that. talented. She's a less talented. Um, Aisha yeah. Curry. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna go. Oh, I'm not gonna go there. Oh, I don't want to go there because Lita's oh, done. Well, God. it's because Lita's done well distancing, distancing, distancing herself from that situation or just like from that itself the one thing that makes me sad is that team extreme will probably never get inducted because of her not lita i mean rebby no here's 
here's what I think. I think Team Extreme will be inducted together because they were one of people don't call them a stable, but they were a group. And they were one of the most popular groups at the time. And, you know, someone, there's a picture, I guess, like they were at a wrestling convention or something, and all three of them took a picture. And that has moved on. Lita's moved on. Everyone's doing their own thing. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, how pissed off is Reddy knowing that this is going on? Like, this picture was done. And, you know, if Matt does get inducted, I am not going to be surprised if they're like, nah, leave your bitch at home. Because we don't want her trying to cause a scene, like, in the back or something like that. Because she would. Because she has no idea how to be professional. She's still coming after Ash. She's coming after Ashley's daughter. Ashley Mazzaro's daughter. She is coming after her. She's, like, saying mean things like... Well, you know, I'm here for my kids. Where's your mom? And I'm like, bitch, I'm going to knock the shit out of you if I ever meet you. Just like Somebody, that. Uh, that's messed up. Somebody that's messed up. That little girl didn't do nothing to her. She's, but she's doing it. Cause everyone's that girl like, didn't do nothing to her. And she's like, oh, this bitch brought me my husband pills and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bitch, you were both yeah. doing them. If we want to talk okay. about match drugs, you got a mugshot too, sweetie. And I have it on. It's all over the internet. TMZ posted it. So keep running your mouth, Reb, because you ain't perfect. Like, I know we call her a bitch and we call Marisa a bitch. There's a difference. When we call someone that bitch, that is the person we strive to be. Like, we okay. want to be that bitch. But when we call someone just a bitch, that's no. Like, you're trash. You're disgusting. She's more than a bitch. She is like a a cunt. It's just disgusting. I don't say cunt. She's a cunt. She is disgusting. Tom took the words right out of my mouth. Exactly. She's just just trash. It's not like, you know, Ashley was just strung out. All y'all was doing pills. All y'all was popping them. Especially all those TNA people at that time. Okay. All those that TNA people. Yeah. Half y'all was drunk and half hockey. I don't want to hear it. Exactly. And that's bad. Kurt Angle had the best perks in the world during that time, <laughs> but also, honestly, Loki, that was like some of the best he was career-wise was when he was on Perks. This is fucked up, but it's true. Like, that was, like, literally his prime. And he's all pilled up. They was, I don't know what they, was they passing him out at TNA? Was it, like, they got, as soon as you got in, you got a little gift baggie or, like, here, here's a little cocaine, here's some pills. Um, (laughs) The the bar is having happy hour right now. I honestly think the only person who who wasn't doing something back in those TNA days were uh, Joe and AJ. I honestly think those were like the only two guys not doing something they weren't supposed to be doing. Yeah, because AJ but, had a family, and I can't I can't picture him just like person out. I can't see okay. him like I could barely see him drinking. Like to be he's honest, like, he's the weekend dad. He's like the guy who like grills. And he has a beer while he's grilling. 
and then that's yeah. it. But I don't see like AJ Styles getting like super trash drunk because didn't he get married like really young, like early twenties, when like everyone else is like out partying and he was already married yeah. or something like that? Because yeah. they've been together for like ever. Him and um, Wendy. That's Wendy. Yeah, he's married to Wendy. Yeah, they've been together for like ever. So, well, you know, a lot of people say um, Angle's wife is like that, but I never really see her going off on social media. She's always like posting pictures about her or like. Um, She's you know, the, the least kid. least um, problematic out of the table for three people because they all had a table for three. Her, um, Reby, Reby, and I called her Reby like she was um, Reby from Jack. <laughs> um, Ruby and, um, on there too. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Kim. That's his parole officer. That's what that is. So, um, she does have her pro- She does have her problems. Um, Angle's wife. So basically, um, Angle's wife is not so bad. Um, Kim is a toss up, and then Rebby is like the worst. We've had this discussion before, and. Like, let me ask Dawn this real quick, and we'll get back to SmackDown, because, again, a segue. Um, so let me ask you this, Dawn. Do you think, like, when it comes to a significant other, like, if say you're with someone and your significant other is a wrestler, and you start talking out your ass about shit that you have no idea that's going on, do you think, whether you're an indie company or you're part of an indie brand or WWE or AEW or whoever – do you think that like they need to tell their their superstars, hey, you need to keep telling your significant other to shut the fuck up, because they're kind of being messy. Absolutely, because you you basically saying you got you know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't. You're not on the road. You're at home like everyone else watching. You get news just like everyone else. You not know, and when you do. When your wife does start, you know, talking off out the mouth, you consequences and repercussions. So you want to keep your job the way it is? You want to be booked and busy? You're going to be booked and busy, all right. Let me put you in a match, a squash match against Samoa Joe for five minutes. Let <laughs> him choke like. you out in the end. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> if I was to ever go against Matt, man... I feel bad for him out there. Bro, mama cut. Damn. Like, don't run back and tell your wife because I want her at me on Twitter because if she do, it's going to be problems. <laughs> yeah. Don, Don is so one of the silly. people that, that, that we know and love that he, uh, no fucks are given and he will come after you. Like, it's. It's funny to watch you go off. I'm sorry, man. No, but does he? It's because he calm. He calmly don't really raise his voice that much, but he still cuts you the fuck out. So it's like, oh, he's nice, but then he saying some fucked up shit. You're like, bitch, what? <laughs> like, did I get that shit cussed out? For real? Like, it's very, he, he's very mellow, and he just, that's why I'd be like, you know what, I'm just going to let you go, because I, <laughs> I don't have nothing to say, I don't have nothing to say. Because it's like when, when things happen, it's very much, 
you know, off limit. I can like you all I want to, but I'm gonna still say what I gotta say. Mhm. So let me ask you guys yeah. this, because for the for the foreseeable future, this is how all WWE programming is gonna be. We don't know how AEW is gonna do it because they haven't had their show yet. But for the time being, all oh, shows Huh? They're probably going to do it the same way. What did you guys think of the setup? I thought it was very cool. It was cool. It was... As long as they don't do the full matches from pay-per-views in the middle of the show, yeah, I don't that have is... a problem. What I had an issue with was the Elimination Chamber match being played in its entirety. Now, if circumstances don't allow you to have matches and, you know, finish setting up the rivalries or whatever, that's fine. Then I, I totally understand why the EC Chamber match was chosen. Okay, cool. That was one of the best matches of the night. Plus, mm-hmm. that led into Miz and Morrison's promo, okay? But I felt like that right. could have been chopped up. It didn't have to be that long. You could have cut that up so that you showed all the highlights for the match and then led that led right into Miz and Morrison. Now, I if think it was they a time were just thing and you just time. didn't have enough. Yeah, they just didn't have enough people yeah, there they didn't have to, com- to complete the show. So they should have, if that was the case, then okay, cool. I'm fine with it. Other than that, I expect Monday you're probably going to get probably two matches from the EC Chamber on a just a three-hour show. Unless everybody is cleared yet. Unless everybody is cleared to be at the Performance Center, you're probably going to get a lot of vignette packages Monday. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin is probably going to speak for a long time because it's 316 day. It might be a longer or drawn-out show Monday than it was Friday. For the most part, though, I enjoyed it because they came out there and they were fine with the audience not being there. In fact, Sasha and Bailey relished in the fact that they didn't have nobody to jeer them and to come at them and tell them if they suck or whatever. And then you actually got to hear Roman's promo being cut, and he cut a pretty decent promo for him. So, all in all, for him, it was a good promo because usually you don't get a lot out of him. He's the strong, silent type of Mm -hmm. guy. So, when he speaks, you're listening, and then most of the time, people are booing him, so you you don't really get to listen to what he's saying. So, when he got to sit there wasn't nobody around. It was just him and Michael. You got to hear him say what he wanted to say. What he said was some real shit. He was like, oh, birds of the part-timer, we don't need that. I'm like, okay, I fuck that. Yeah, true that. True that. Let's do this. I'm ready to see it. Now, I'm like, okay, I'm invested in that. Then you got <clears throat> Miz and Morrison cut their promo with nobody here, and it was... um That was hilarious. That's it. It was just as just as cringy as it as if the audience was there. <laughs> I I don't like yeah. the duo. I've never I've never been a fan oh, of them, so I I love it. I loved it. 
it was good for me. That's why being in the industry, raise your hand if you fuck with me. Raise your hand if you hate me. Raise your hand if you just don't give a damn. Oh, well, everybody <laughs> is. Well, I yeah. guess you're But huh. obviously, out of all the promos that happened um, on SmackDown, like, obviously, I watched this while I was under the influence. But I rewatched it again while I was sober. And then it was just as amazing was um, Bray's and John Cena's. And there was somebody on Twitter, and they said, oh, I, forgot, I can't remember the tweet, but basically, eight compared um john and bray's promo to watching a beckett play pretty much and and then someone else down was like basically they're like when i explain wrestling to people they're like this is how i he's like this is how i explain it he's like that's how i explain it he's like it's basically the young and the restless buff with stunts but also the acting there yeah he was like he's like when you think about it literally if you break down professional wrestlers they're literally actors who do who do majors who stuntmen who act mm-hmm. correct if you, if, that is a if very you want to break it down everyone and everyone's acting ranges varies like obviously john cena is john cena and he was able to transition well because of how good he is same thing with rock and whenever Bray is done, he is going to transition very well. He needs to be in movies. I've said that, exactly. especially with the peak of the Firefly Funhouse stuff. I said he needs to be in a movie. Mm-hmm. He a movie needs. To... Yes, I said. I said he'd be in fantastic in a horror movie, like a very. Like, I think he'd be a teeny... good like Bond villain. Yes, I think he needs to do that, or he would be really good in, like, a Jordan Peele horror movie, something that has, like, some oomph behind it. Yeah. Some of those Jordan Peele movies scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, Jordan Peele hasn't done the occult yet. He kind of touched on it, you know, with Get Out just a little bit, but yeah. All right, so I, this watch season... the movie, the shit out of you, but it's I watch it. I love cult. I love cult. I'm scared of everything. <laughs> Girl, you got it. Mm-mm. All right, so this leads me to my next I question. Am. She is. She she's still scarred from that Lucha Underground match too. So. Well, folks, that's all we had time for in this particular episode. But don't worry, in a couple of hours, you are going to get the rest of the episode. So we're going to make sure you guys get the wrestling news that we covered. And of course, our top five. You are not going to want to miss this top five. This top five was absolutely hilarious. I promise you, it's just what you need to take your mind off of what's going on in the world. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count. Look out for the next one. It should be coming very soon. And I'll see you guys in our next one.